Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Cestrino back here for another week of a 90-day fiancé before... The 90 days. And now here we are back with a man she's talking about an up and down week once again for a bunch of our 90 day fiance couples. Here he is. He's Mr. 90 day fiance to you and a great friend to me. Please, Amy Kelly, please, how are you? Very good, Rob. After that introduction, how could I not be? Yes. Rob, this season has been strong. We're, you know, we're getting to the end here. I'm still having a good time. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. And yes. uh, I have a feeling we're in for a good one today as well. Can you believe that after last week, we got no Johnny and Ella? They really don't <laughs> care about them, Rob, and they're, and they're making yeah. it known. They do not have a lot of material there. Uh, not a lot in the can for Johnny and Ella. But uh, I guess we'll, we'll find out about them, I guess, next week. I don't even remember seeing them on the next time on. I don't think we saw them on the next time on, but do they have a choice? Like they have to know. show us something. I, I don't know what's going on with them, but boy, uh, we had some, uh, a, a clear breakup, uh, uh, what should also be a, another clear breakup, uh, an engagement. And I guess, uh, TBD with, uh, Memphis and Hamza, I guess they're on, they're on their way to getting married. Yeah, they seem to be more so on the they are not breaking up, but they're also not starting off on a strong foundation yeah. with the with the TBD here. Yeah. OK, so we have a lot to get to, of course, uh, excited to have you back here uh, with us here uh, to talk some 90 day fiance once again. But how was your week? My week was good, Rob. It was a strong week. It was a busy week podcast wise, but I enjoyed every bit of it. And um, it was more of a slow week only. I didn't get to do a lot of other activities. It was kind of a bit of a slower burn. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You and I got to talk about Survivor this week on the Rob's Podcast Survivor Feedback Show. We had a good time there. I had a lot of laughs. I had a good time there. It was a good episode. We always do. And so uh, I think they'll have a few more (laughs) laughs, maybe some tears. uh, Tears that I talk about 90 Day Fiance. (laughs) And the good type of tears, not the sad ones. Yeah. Okay. Let's start things off with Ben and Mahogany. And um, really, this I cannot believe this saga is still going, coming into this episode. And, and I cannot believe that somehow, some way, this isn't even over at the end of this episode. We're not done. Rob. What's deader quickly- than dead? 
it should be better than mahogany. <laughs> but then in the next time on, are they still trying to be entangled? I don't get these two, Rob. I do not get these two. For you know, we joke about Johnny and Ella not getting featured. I am baffled that these two are getting as much feature as they have. Okay, all right. Um, now, Puya, I guess we'll, let's start off with some uh, real world news, uh, which uh, you know, not not of the funny variety. Uh, mm-hmm. Did you happen to see uh, Ninety Day Fiance Ben uh, made some uh, headlines this week? Yes, um, Ben showed his entire rear end um, this weekend. We got reports from TMZ. We got reports from other um, websites. Ben went to jail after violating probation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he um, was uh, spending time behind bars after getting busted for drunk driving in Michigan uh, early this week. Uh, he was operating under the influence of alcohol with a suspended license, which, you know, I, I mean, I, I kind of thought that Ben was sort of like, a, you know, straight and narrow, you know, church going, uh, you know, very, very much a rule follower. But he's uh, got, a, you know, a little bit of a checkered past. Little bit. Yeah. Apparently in 2020, he was arrested on one count of operating while ability impaired. And then he was put on 18 months probation. And then he violated that probation recently. Um, I don't think anyone told him to take the wheel, but he did. And he's an idiot for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, he was sentenced to 18 month probation. And then he was scheduled for a probation violation uh, hearing on February 7, 2022. But he did not appear. And there was a bench warrant. What a guy. Mm-hmm. Like, Honestly, here's the thing, though. What what have we learned about Ben in 90 Day Fiance? He's flaky and he ghosts on appearances. So not surprised. (laughs) And makes questionable decisions. Yeah. Very much so. Okay. So uh, that's what's going on in the real world with Ben. In a 90 Day Fiance world, you know, we had... This whole thing from last week about how Ben sent 10 pages of of text to Mahogany. She didn't answer, so he didn't show up for the breakfast. Somehow, her parents tracked her down. They sat at the breakfast. And while, like, we are, you know, not Team Ben by any stretch of the imagination, I do get the sense that Mahogany like Jimena sometimes is just like uh, has has already has her mind made up. She wants out and is just looking for more reasons to justify that. Oh, see, this is why it's so that, you know, he didn't come to breakfast with my parents. Very immature. He doesn't get along with his ex-wife. He didn't tell me that. Just just say you don't like him. That's fine. We're completely fine with it. And I know we we joked about it when this first started happening of, listen, you are you looking for any little excuse? I totally get it now. Ben is awful. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But like, and I get not wanting to hurt someone's feelings, but protect your peace and move. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's way easier for you and your mind to just move on without mm-hmm. having to, yeah. you know, deal with it. Mahogany, you could just say, yeah, you're 30 years older than me. And I didn't think you were ever really going to come here. So, uh, that's why this is not working for me. Yeah. And I'm not about these messages. They're not translating to me in person. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. This was kind of harmless when you were just on my phone, but now that you're here and it's really freaking me out. 
Yeah, and you're out here, you know, dressed weird. You're trying to like appropriate what we were like. <laughs> please stop. Like, it's it, yeah. Yeah, just leave. Yeah, me, that's fine. That's fine. Okay, so we uh, start with Mahogany with her dad, and uh, Mahogany's dad, great dad, phenomenal dad, phenomenal dad, uh, is like uh, trying to put it in the most delicate way possible. Of like, hey, like uh, this is not my kind of guy. Yeah, you deserve more than this guy. And Mm -hmm. points were made. I agree with the dad here. You're young. You have a future. He doesn't. (laughs) Yeah, you have a lot going. You you got you know you got to find someone with your energy, your dreams. You need to experiment with life Mm -hmm. again. Speak. Yes, this is what you want to hear from parents. If you go with Ben, you won't be able to achieve any of your dreams. None of them will be fulfilled. Mm -hmm. Yeah, none of them. But Ben wants to meet with the parents like yes. which is so bizarre and, and off-putting really yeah meet with the parents without her there yeah it's like uh yeah it, this is like you're in school and the teacher is like you know what I, i'm gonna have to have a word with your parents mm-hmm. this is <laughs> I, I, this is unacceptable i'm gonna need them like uh i don't think so i'm not yeah i'm not giving them that message yeah it's like you wait in the hall We'll bring your parents in. I'll counsel with them. Then you can yeah. come in later. And let me just say, Puya, every single time one of my teachers had a call with my parents mm-hmm. or just my mom, it did not go well for me. Oh, really? You were in trouble after that? A lot. Yeah. Yeah. Many times. Well- and you never want that, right? You never want to be have the parents talk to the teacher yeah. without you there. Can I tell you something that happened when I was in high school, and okay. one of my te- one of my teachers was on the phone, you know, calling my mom to mm-hmm. tell on me. Okay, and then another teacher was in the faculty lounge and said, "Oh, this is Rob Sesternino's mom." Give me, give me the phone. I, I need, I, I need to get on. I, I, I need to say, I, I need to talk. You got pass the phone. On. Pass the phone. Ta- There's like a tag team. It's like a lineup now forms. Oh, I actually have something else yeah. to say to Rob's mom too. Yeah. Oh my god! And then mm-hmm. what happened when you got home? Uh, my mom was furious. Did you get grounded? I'm sure. I mean, it's hard to ground me because I was not going anywhere. Oh, <laughs> wasn't like you're, you're a young man. You'll be in. You'll be in for Friday night for a month. You're like perfect. Yeah, See, that's funny because yeah. the way you set that up, I'm like, damn, Rob was Rob was a rebel. Yeah. No, what are you gonna take Rob my car away? Home. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you gonna do? Like, well, we're we're unplugging the TV. No. Mm-hmm. no, I don't yeah. even know that, that, that honestly, when I was like my, my mom punched me like you, you have to go out. Like you don't, you, you can't stay here. That, and if you don't have plans, honestly, having to be going out without plans yeah, is like, awful. Oh, like, where am I going to go? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, but anyway, back to mahogany. Okay. Um, dad doesn't even know if he wants to talk to Benjamin and I, I respected that, but let's get to, let's get to Ben and talk about what is Ben wearing? It's been the talk of the 90 day fiance internet. Yeah. What's going on? Listen, the minute we saw Ben wearing this, I just knew the subreddit was going to be lighting him up. Yes. And sure enough, 
Exactly that. Is it possible, Puya? Yes. Did did Ben pick up the wrong suitcase at the airport? <laughs> I like this. I like this because I could totally see him messing it up. I would totally see him messing this up and actually picking up the wrong suitcase. But what I think he thought, right, is I'm going to go buy these clothes. They're local to here. It'll um, get me in a good spot with her dad. You know, I'm clearly approaching the culture, embracing it. I don't think he did what he thought he was going to do, Rob. I, I don't know what he's just thinking here. Like, what is it? What is this outfit? It's a, uh, it's a atrocious chic mm-hmm. is what I would call it. It is not great. Um, and it doesn't, here's the thing on a different person. It might suit them. It does not suit Ben at all. And like, what yeah. do you call um, the headgear, the the hat he's wearing? What kind of hat is that? I mean, it's uh, I I don't know what kind of uh, hat. Uh, it's kind of like a little bit of like a cowboy hat. It's like a little cowboyish. Like a crossbow, yeah. maybe a cowboy hat and a fedora, a little bit. Yeah, he's got kind. Of, it's like like a gaucho look that he has uh, going on. Yeah, and um, it's got the um, it's got the little like the strings on the side, like that have like the hoodie strings is what I would mm-hmm. call them. That he's got like tied up all the way to his chin. Um, very interesting. So bizarre. Uh, Mahogany does not comment on this. Uh, so he sits, he waits, um, and he's starting to put it together. He's like, "Oh, I get it. She." is mad at me for standing her up for breakfast. So it's a war of time. They're standing me up for the, before this, for this meeting. This is where Ben Touché. doesn't show his age, Rob. Mm-hmm. What are you six? Like, what is this war of like, the war, or, I, the war yeah. of time? Oh, she's staying. She's making me wait. Cause I made her wait. Stop it. Stop yeah. being ridiculous. But then Rob, this is where we find out that, he also stood up the parents at the breakfast. Yes. Yes. Well, we I, we knew that. We've been new from, uh, we saw last week that he just didn't come. Yeah. Yeah. So that maybe that they felt like the pay, this is part of payback for, for Ben. And so Mahogany shows up and she shows up with a, mm-hmm. with a letter and says, uh, here's a letter for you from my dad. And so he says... <laughs> The, the letter is weird, Puya. Uh, the letter basically says, like, for personal reasons, uh, I have an urgent phone call that I have to take, and I can't meet you. Hey, this, you know, sometimes they say this could have been an email. This was a letter. <laughs> yeah. This could have just been a message verbally given from, from Mahogany. Right. I mean, what kind of urgent phone call do you get where you like, hold on one second. Let me write a letter to my uh, daughter's bizarre uh, 50 year old boyfriend. The fake kind, Rob, the Mm -hmm. kind of call that doesn't exist. Yeah. But even for the fake, the the fake letter, why? Yeah. Why did it need to be a handwritten note? Like, oh, he'll buy it. He'll buy it if it's a note. So, yeah, she delivers this letter, Rob, and he feels insulted, yeah. obviously. Yeah. She, he's not here. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, which, just to double back to this, like, it, it's so 
insulting that Ben wants to meet with her parents because Ben thinks he can convince the parents that Mahogany is not being fair to him. He thinks he can get the parents turned around on him. It's very interesting how much he he can't even persuade the the woman he's been messaging with for the last three months to be in this relationship with him. What makes him think that he can persuade her parents that he's the right one for her? But, you know, I see a lot of parallels this week between Ben and Mike. And I think that Mike tried to do this also. And we'll get to him where it's like that when you go to the parents of the person that you are, uh, you know, uh, in a relationship with, like uh, that is, I I think, uh, you know, very much like I I think out of bounds where it's like, I can't get them. Can you talk some sense into them that I'm a, that I'm a great catch? Uh, because obviously like, it's like, no, they're out on you. Like, don't go to your, the parents to try to convince uh, the person that you're right for them. Yeah. It's a very last ditch effort, which I think the only way it works is if you've got an active long relationship with the parents where you've become their friend Mm -hmm. or you've been hanging out with them a lot. In both these cases, you've met these parents like with Ben. He's literally like seen them face to face once. I will say that that I this did work with somebody that that I know Mm -hmm. um, where that uh, a a a man, I believe, like uh, like had split up with the woman and Mm -hmm. the woman like went back and was like stayed friends with the mom until she kind of got her foot back in the door and now they're married. Oh, well, you see, that's still like mm-hmm. they had a working relationship. Mm-hmm. It's necessary. Yeah. OK, so Mahogany goes on to tell us about how Ben, you know, Ben is very immature. Ben is uh, this is not the Ben from the texts. Uh, no. This is, you know, he told me he got along with his ex-wife and, you know, this is uh, uh, don't worry about insulting my parents. You you insulted me when you stood me up. That's it. Yeah. She was, and then she does tell us that in reality, her dad also felt disrespected that Ben didn't show up, and the note is, you know, just mm-hmm. a note to be thrown yeah. out there. So. Yeah. So she's just piling on. She's got, uh, you know, uh, all these other reasons are sort of like besides the point. Like uh, mahogany, not into Ben. Um, so this is, I think, a little bit of a point of contention. Um, mahogany says she doesn't want to be here, mm-hmm. and Ben says to her, "Okay, if you don't want to be here." You can leave. That's fine. I release you. You can leave. Okay. Now, when Ben said, you can leave, Puya. Yes. Did that mean uh, the restaurant area <laughs> or <laughs> the city? You know, I in the moment, I thought the restaurant area, mm-hmm. but I could see why that could be misconstrued or taken otherwise. Cause it did seem the way Ben left it. It did seem like we're done here mm-hmm. type of it's, you know, you can leave. Right. Right. So, um, the next day checkout time, Ben hasn't heard from mahogany it, it, since the day before he's packing up his stuff. He's like, well, this is, you know, it's going to be an awkward three-hour car ride, uh, certainly. Yeah. But I'm ready but then, for it. I'm ready for it. And then he says, yeah, it's, it'll be good to get mandatory alone time for three hours where we can't do, like, talk about captivity. Like, oh, yeah, she's, she has nowhere else to go. We have to talk. That'll mm-hmm. be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and freaking Ben, this guy, like, this is like going into this. He he keeps he's telling us about how you know, boy, um, this is uh very bad. Um, but I'm I'm per, you know I'm gonna stay at it. I'm not giving yeah. up yet. I mean, he said you know he says that she was put here for a reason and that, you know, I got to see it out. Ben, you are delusional. Mm-hmm. Rob, quite frankly, I think um, probably the worst thing you've ever done to me is get me a cameo <laughs> from this man. Surprised um, he hasn't kept cameoing you. <laughs> with updates. Yeah. yeah we should have known something uh, was up Puya, when that cameo was four uh, minutes. Yeah. I haven't heard from you recently. Uh, you know, it was, you had a birthday a couple of weeks ago, but would have thought I would have heard back from you by now, but you know, they say that there was once a, a, a train that was running away and there were people started dancing. Yeah. Yeah. And then and will you join me? Yeah. Anyway, uh, give me your parents' contact details. <laughs> yeah. Let me talk to your parents. Let me, what, what's, what's Liana's number? I need to t- talk to her. She's, uh, I need to talk to her about you. Okay. <laughs> um, so Ben, he doesn't give up. I've risked a lot for this relationship. My reputation, finances, what my family thinks about me, and all because I thought mahogany was someone I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. Gracias. But at this point, I'm starting to think I'm just an idiot for following this path to where I am right now. And maybe it's time to finally call it quits. Yeah. It took you long enough. I, yeah. But Puya, he ends with maybe. Maybe, it, maybe. maybe it's time to call it quits. Question mark? Uh, and this, I, I, I jumped the gun a little bit. This cl- that clip is from the end of what we're about to talk about now. <laughs> <laughs> like, like th- that would have been fine to say that, like at this point. Um, mm-hmm. But he's gonna go to n- go knock on Mahogany's door. Okay. Um, can you describe the guy that answers the door for Mahogany? All right, Mahogany's so room. The guy that answers the door is what I think all of us thought mahogany was going to be when we hadn't met Mm -hmm. mahogany. Yeah. Um, it was a man that answered the door that looked nothing like mahogany, nothing like mahogany, uh, shirtless indoors, wearing aviator sunglasses, just, you know, partying it up, hanging Mm -hmm. out in his room, Mm -hmm. solo style. Now I'm going to (laughs) guess that this man with no shirt on wearing sunglasses indoors, is having one hell of a party in that hotel room. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's out. He's, you know, vacationing. The party starts early, Rob, when you wear your aviators. <laughs> it, might indoors, is, it might have never ended. Yeah. It's all nighter, all nighter. This, for This, this man. might be one, one hell of a party in this man's hotel room. Uh, <laughs> he does not know who mahogany is at all. Yeah. And Ben is panicked. I mean, Rob, that was his ride out of town. <laughs> he is panicked. I almost, I have never seen anybody on 90 Day Fiance as panicked as Ben was in these moments. I loved it. I loved yeah. I loved seeing the look on his, look of terror on his face of, uh, did she leave me? Is oh she my gone? God. Oh my God. Where's her car? Where's her car? Where's her car? Is she here? Is she here? He goes to the front desk. Did a woman check out of the hotel this morning? Mm, no, no. Room 201? Oh, yeah, last night. Last night. She left last night. (laughs) (laughs) She left at night. 
Yeah, that couldn't have been that much after when she left the the meetup the night the day before, right? I don't. He said it was like a, what a four or five hour drive, four hour drive. So, yeah, well, it was daytime still when he met with her. It didn't seem like the sun was going down. Um, mm. But yeah, she couldn't even wait till the morning to get out of here. Not even a heads up or text like, hey. I- See you never. Uh, so she drove. <laughs> yeah. And that's when you hear the clip rock played, which is bizarre. You'd mm-hmm. think after this, it's done, done. But anyway, yeah. so Ben then asks for, you know, a car service. They tell him it's going to cost this much. Translated to about $250 to drive back into the mm-hmm. city. And obviously he has no choice. He's left there stranded. Right. So, yeah. So logistically, what, mm-hmm. what's this like for the 90 day fiance production team? Do you think that Mahogany ghosted the production? No, I think they fully knew. They, they fully knew. Know. I didn't like, yeah. okay, wait, wait, they got to get their this. equipment back, right? If they got mic packs and stuff, they got to get that stuff back. Mm-hmm. Okay. But they don't give uh, Ben a heads up about that because they want this reaction. They, and honestly, yeah. respect. I love it. But he saw after this, she left him for dead. Here in this town with no ride back, no yes. warning. Hey, I don't think that this is such a good idea for us to ride back together. You're going to need to get, uh, arrange your own transportation. Completely ghosted him. And Mike is still, or sorry, Ben, I mean, same difference at this point. Uh, <laughs> ben is like, uh, boy, you know, God has one hell of a plan. here, Dude. I just call your losses. My God. Hold this L, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> firm it. Just firm it. It's ridiculous. And I love, I love how she thinks he's immature for ghosting the family. And then now he thinks she is immature for just this leaving is him. very immature. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mike, you're familiar with Ding Dong Ditch, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're doing it too now. It's bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i can somehow i'm like all right well i guess this is it this is it for ben and mahogany they're gonna have another meeting and it looks like that they're gonna kiss that's bizarre rob and i saw that too and i thought unbelievable unbelievable how is how is he what i need to know rob is how does he get them back to that point um do you think that mahogany feels very guilty for leaving him stranded do you think that's part of it it's possible i wonder if he does something like hey my flight is tomorrow i just need to see you again you need to like give this to me because of everything we've been through i'll never see you again but please just meet me one more time like i could see him like like desperately begging and maybe like with like some nudging from production being like, mm. come on, Mahogany. All right, just see him one last time. We got to end the story. I mean, you can see each other one last time, but then how, how did they get to kissing? That's what I want to know. The lean over. We saw the lean and that was a kiss lean. It wasn't like a hug lean. It's it was a different. goodbye kiss. Maybe. Do you think she was going for the cheek? I don't know. We'll find yeah. it. We'll find out next time. All right. We still have a lot to get through with uh, these couples. Uh, I guess let's talk about the couples heading towards a wedding next. Okay, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about 
wedding bells for Gino and Jasmine and for uh, Memphis and Hamza coming up here on 90 Day Fiance right after this. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But yeah, after some uh, rough weeks for Gino and Jasmine, we had basically like this is when, you know, this is such a silly show. There's so much trash, but then they treat like engagements like uh, the royal wedding. Every time we get to the matrimony, it is genuinely a different show, it feels like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Jasmine has come around on Gino uh, to some degree after everything that went on in the last episode. Legoland Gate turned out to be kind of a nothing burger. Yeah, and I want to say thank you to all the listeners who did give us responses as to whether or not Legoland was for kids exclusively and adults have nothing to do there. Rob, you were right. A lot of people said Legoland, not for adults. There's... Not that nothing that's yeah, exciting there. Not much to do. It's I mean it's yeah it's for it's for little kids. I, and not to say that Lego like there I think there are a lot of adults that that do Legos and there are Lego sets that are like if you look at the ages of like you know when you look at like the the Star Wars Death Star like four thousand mm-hmm. pieces like that's not something that's for little kids to do. But Legoland is. I, I think uh, designed for little kids to be there to the point where we had uh, some of our listeners tell us that you can't even go to Legoland uh, if you are, or at least maybe parts of Legoland you are not allowed in unless you are accompanied by a child. Right. Yeah. So which then begs the question. And I think we go back to this conclusion of they probably did other stuff wherever mm-hmm. they go into the Legoland yeah. was there and then they just stopped by there as well. Yeah. And also, is it possible one of Gino's uh, SBs might have had children also? It's I'm, that's not out of the realm of possibility for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could definitely see that yeah. being part of it. But Jasmine, she has come around about Gino. Yes. Yes. He has made mistakes. But uh, Jasmine, Jasmine feels bad because she still has feelings for Gino. I love him from bald head to, to toe. Just the way he is weird, creepy sometimes, but... 
if Liana ever described Could you like imagine? That, Could you imagine? That would be wild. Yeah. In the declaration of love. I love, you know, I love him, even though he's weird. He's creepy sometimes. Can't, I, I think that you cannot hold these two things in your hand at once. Like, I, no. I, I don't think that you can hold, you know, I, I am in love with this person and they're creepy. Yeah, those two don't go hand in hand, Rob. You can't. You simply cannot. It's one or the other. It cannot be both. It, and if it is both, it's a huge red flag, mm. and, and your relationship might be, you know, already showing signs that it's not going to go far for me. Maybe like sort of like in an Edward Scissorhands sort of way of like, uh, like, uh, ooh, I love him, but he's, but he's creepy. Like a Beauty and the Beast, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> is that what's going on here? Maybe. I mean, listen. Um, you know, I know you're a big fan of Shrek. Was this like a Shrek situation? No, uh, because, um, I mean, Fiona. This is more gross than creepy, Shrek. Yeah, is, Shrek's, right? not really, Shrek's not really creepy. Yeah. And Fiona, no. I mean, she was an ogre herself. Spoiler alert. So, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. Can you, can you love somebody who's also creepy? Maybe like if you're like creepy mysterious, like I feel I, like you have you, to define the creepy. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Like if you're sort of like uh, living in like a house that's like uh, like a haunted mansion, it's like, ooh, I'm uh, I'm in love. But it's it's, it's kind of creepy. The whole that's more. Like, is that more spooky? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I feel like I've never like creepy is there's no good spin on it. I feel like. right. I guess there's two different versions of creepy, like creepy. There's like a creepy haunted house, but then also creepy, like, uh, sharing your, um, nude photos online. Yeah. Like mega creepy. Two different creepy. Yeah. Also Jasmine said from his bald head to his toe. And I thought, shouldn't it be from his hat to his socks? Because <laughs> no, he doesn't, he doesn't wear, he's wearing sandals all the time. Oh, you're right. From his hat to his sandals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So, here is uh, Gino. He's it was very upset. He, you know, he kicked the chair over last time. He just he's had it, and Jasmine comes back to him. Yeah. What are these fights? Enough. Enough is enough. You know, we can let bygones be bygones. Rob, I do think that the reason this time wasn't as bad as the last time is because Gino showed frustration. And some kind of sadness. Mm-hmm. Whereas the last Emotion. time he was, yeah, he was a complete douche and just didn't acknowledge <laughs> any feelings. And a dud, yeah. 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 Okay. So they're going to start fresh and new after all the ups and downs. Um, you know, Gino's happy. She gave him the chance. So they go on a little trip. Going to go uh, to go check out Hot Springs. This seems I've never been to a hot springs. This looks like fun. I mean, I feel like I'd enjoy it. I feel like the Gino and Jasmine uh, for, for all the talk about like money and how much they're going to spend on this trip. Like I thought they're like one lavish destination after another. I feel like that they're did they went to like some is it like a resort oh, yeah. or the mom's house is, is is nearby like they just got done being on a vacation i feel like yeah. how many weeks was gino in panama and then then they came back from like that one mini vacation like they got they were at a hotel then they went from the hotel like on another vacation and they left from the vacation to come to like this resort that's by the mom's and this resort looks like the nicest place they've been yet I it is confusing because yeah they stayed at a very nice hotel then they he had to buy the uh, twenty five hundred dollar like de- vacation like right. destination vacation because he messed up on the gifts 
then this, and I honestly, for a second there, forgot that this isn't still that destiny destination vacation. Mm -hmm. So all of that. And then in the next time on the talk of a prenup, I thought Gino didn't have money, but does Gino have plenty of money? I, I don't know. Well, he, I mean, uh, but yeah, he spent what two hundred fifty dollars on an engagement ring. Well, maybe is that how he keeps his money? It's the Salisbury steak dinners, the the you know the TV dinners, and the cheaper ring. But then they can do vacations. I, I don't know. Uh, that'll be uh, interesting to explore when we get to uh, the, the talk of Gino's finances. Yeah. Well, maybe he owns he, a house. Does he own a house? Maybe he owns a property or two. Because I remember he didn't want to buy the clothes either when she tried to get him right. new clothes, right? right? That was him. That was so, Gino. Yeah. Fascinating. Mm. Okay. So they do the hot springs. Uh, they, get in, they get in the water. Uh, they then um, have a day where they're going to go take a picture in the rain. Yeah, so they go to the rain, they go to see the site, and it's raining, and then Gino offers to take a photo of Jasmine with the, with the scenery behind her, and then when she looks away, he gets on one knee, Rob, he begins to propose, and let me tell you, the wildest part of this episode for me was finding out that Gino and Jasmine met on March 8th. March 8th is also the birthday of one Liana Boris. She gets to share an anniversary with them now. May they live happily ever after. Yes. So that <laughs> the day that Gino and Jasmine met, uh, it has to then uh, be shared with Liana's birthday. Yeah. I hope uh, she likes, I did message her this morning saying, Hey, so uh, Gino and Jasmine share an anniversary with your birthday. And, Cause she watched the episode last night. Yeah. She was like, yeah, but, I saw but that. that's just like the day they met. Anniversary. That's really nothing. That's not Probably. even a thing. Yeah. Or was this recorded in like let's say March twentieth, twenty twenty one, and he means like the first day they met at the airport in person. Still, that's nothing. I mean, it's enough that it's in his engagement speech, Rob. I guess so. I guess so. But did it bother you that Gino? I felt like was when he was doing the proposal. I felt like he had the ring box open with the ring facing him. Did you did you see any of this? And it was like the cover, which looked like it was clear. So I guess was the Jasmine see could see it. Yeah. So, but I, I I mean, look, I've only done this once, but I feel like when you do, when you do it right, isn't the idea mm -hmm. that you want to like like have the ring? But maybe he was so embarrassed of the ring. Uh, like ideally, like it doesn't make any sense that I. I'm looking at the ring and like holding the case towards you and you and and the proposee is getting Definitely is getting not. the back of the case. I he's lucky that it's see through. I could see him, you know, being a ball of nerves and just opening it without realizing it's on the wrong side and then not adjusting it. Again, he's lucky it's see through. Maybe he wanted her to see it from like a specific angle because he's very self-conscious about the ring. Uh, maybe he thought, well, the thing is it's see-through because I can't even say, oh, maybe he doesn't want her to see the ring right away because what if she says no to that ring? Yeah. But it was uh, interesting. I think he missed, I, I do think he probably just messed up. Yeah. I mean, classic Gino. Okay. So Jasmine, yes, of course, Gino, yes, that I will accept your proposal. We got married. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Freaking Gino. Oh, classic Gino. Yeah. Okay, but what about the ring? You said he's self-conscious about the ring. I'm not sure he's uh, self-conscious enough about the ring. This is kind of big, and I don't know if it is a diamond or not. To be honest, I'm not expert in diamonds. 
Um, I just did it based off uh, comparing it to other rings he had in the store, and I thought it, it was the, it looked the best to me. It's it's it screams Gino. This ring, that's why I love it. It screams Gino. Okay, so she said, uh, "I'm not even sure if this is a diamond," and uh, he's like, All right, uh, "Admittedly, uh, I don't know a lot about diamonds." <laughs> like, well, do, do you know if this ring is a diamond or not? Because at a $250 price point, yeah, I'm guessing maybe it's not. That's a fair assessment. That is a very fair assessment because remind me, did he like, didn't, there was an expensive one that he didn't get, right? And he settled for this one? Yeah. Um, well, I think that there was a, certainly more expensive options, but. Like, uh, again, I am not, uh, you know, my name's not Jared. Okay. (laughs) When it comes to jewelry. So, um, I do not think, I mean, that, that looked like that there was a stone on the top of it. I don't Mm. think that you're getting any diamond for $250. I mean, I think that's probably gotta be some sort of like cubic zirconia, like, uh, some sort of like, uh, Looks like a diamond, but isn't a diamond. Yeah, like a one eight hundredth of a carrot, if anything. Like it, it, I don't know. It just, I don't think it was. But I just love how clearly she's not loving it. But she says it's it screams Gino. That's why I love it. It doesn't fit. It's not a diamond. Mm, Uh, Backhanded. Yeah, (laughs) but she says she likes it. So we'll see. I can see Jasmine like at some point like processing this and like. Hold on. Uh, what ring did you get your ex-wife? How much did you spend on your ex-wife's ring? Where's oh, the receipt? So where's the receipt? Like, uh, oh, you got her a real diamond and you got me a fake diamond? Uh, like, I do think, Rob, this is a situation where Gino's going to replace that ring. Like, he's going to be told to replace that ring at some the, point. Maybe this is the, like, uh, Joe Millionaire promise ring. We'll see how long mm-hmm. that promise is kept from both of them. Okay. Next week, you mentioned Gino and Jasmine are going to get into the prenup. And to me, like, you you know, as soon as you hear this, this is going to go terribly. What, Gino, what are you doing? You can't, you can't prenup Jasmine. No. If you think that's even a chance of that, you are, you do not know your own relationship well. And it's never a good sign to do this after you have gotten into the engagement with Jasmine. After all the stuff that's happened, you're going to reveal something that you've not told her. She's told you to be honest. You've not been honest. And we do see a reappearance from his uncle, Rob. His uncle is on the phone with him. So I was happy to see the uncle come back after, what, 14 episodes? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to come back and then say uh, say no. Uh, no, um, you cannot do that. Um, you know, I, I did, before my uh, wedding to the first lady of podcasting, I had said to her about, like, uh, you know, would, would, she sign, would she sign a prenup? Uh, and, uh, she said she was insulted that I would ask, but also she said that, that I, I had no money. <laughs> so then was so, it just so put out, of to prin- bed? out of principle, she would, she would not do it, but also, um, she didn't need to do it because I had nothing. Right. Right. I mean, that helps that, argument. which was fair, yeah. which was a fair, a fair point. Interesting. <laughs> so you went up with nothing, Rob. You're like, prenup. What do you think? Um, yeah, I think I, I like I asked you like uh, about it. Like I felt like that it was probably a good idea to have it. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, at that point, uh, I think that that was like at probably like uh, pretty close to like the absolute uh, 
uh, bottom of uh, my <laughs> uh, <laughs> usefulness to society. Uh, <laughs> I see. Mm-hmm. I see. And, and, and my monetary compensation reflected that. Well, look at you now, Rob. Look at you now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the one thing about prenups and, you know, the whole 90 day wrap up in it. Last week, we talked about specifically Memphis and Hamza and, you know, how she would be financially uh, responsible for um, Hamza, Memphis would. Liana told me that everything I said was accurate. So thumbs up. But the one thing she wanted to reemphasize was that the only time if they were to get separated where he would absolutely need her help and she would have to come in is if um, Hamza would be in a place where he was going to ask the government for financial aid because the government will not want that. Um, That is why when you're trying to get married, the only thing they look for financially is that you would be above the poverty line and Mm -hmm. it's a lower number. Um, So they would be fine essentially. Mm -hmm. And I think in this instance, like they would be fine without the prenup as far or with the prenup without prenup whatever but no i don't think this is going to go well for jasmine uh, i don't think sorry for, for gino, gino for gino yeah, gino. yeah. i think it's gonna go just fine for jasmine yeah i, I yeah. so um i think i'm gonna predict no prenup's not gonna get signed not gonna happen no it's not gonna happen okay all right so let's talk about another couple that is going through the prenup uh, process, maybe post-nup process, uh, depending mm-hmm. on uh, how it goes. Um, let's talk about the uh, wedding of Memphis and Hamza. Right. So last we saw them, Memphis took some time. First, she saw a lawyer. Lawyer said, yeah, you're not going to have enough time to do a prenup if you want the prenup done uh, before this wedding that's happening on Monday. So you might have to look into a post-nup. She takes a night away to go to the hotel to stay there because she tells us she doesn't want to get influenced from the family right. by any of this. Um, ultimately, I think they were the biggest nothing burger of the episode, Rob, despite you know moving their ma- their relationship forward. Well, I feel like that there was actually a little bit more here than the nothing burger. Where I, I just feel like that Memphis, uh, you know, handled this like so hastily, where she was, mm-hmm. you know, so uh, on the attack on Hamza about how like uh, you did not plan anything. You just like uh, like are we getting married or not? Like she was all mm-hmm. over him, and then all of a sudden it was like she waited to the last minute to talk to her lawyer about a prenup. It's like yeah, we can't do that in three days uh and so she's the one that like to like his family went to like these incredible lengths where they're not crazy about this wedding but they they treated memphis just like uh they're to me, it did not seem like there was any difference between whether he was marrying Memphis or like a woman that the family like completely approved of. They said, okay, well, for, for Hamza, like, you know, maybe this wouldn't be our pick, but we're doing the thing. And, and they were, they were, uh, the family was amazing. Family was incredible, Rob. The way they're celebrating, there's love there. They're supporting, you know, Hamza. They're supporting Memphis. They're showing nothing but love to both of them. Yeah. And yeah, it's, you know, it's incredible. And they've come a long way from accepting where this relationship, like this relationship existing even. Yeah. Puya, I have here in my notes, the wedding celebration is lit. No lies detected. Mm-hmm. It's lit. They um they did say that this you know typically it would be a five day ceremony a celebration, but they've condensed it to two days because five of how quickly days. they're trying to get everything done. Five yeah. days. Oh my god. 
It's a lot, Rob. It's one hell of a celebration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so Memphis comes back from the hotel. She's like, well, this is not going to be pleasurable for either, either of us. Like, oh, okay. Oh, so really you're going to come back and then you're going to like, basically like, uh, all right, stop the music. <laughs> I've got an announcement. Oof. Like, yeah. So, so she, but she's like in the <laughs> going along with it. Yeah, it felt like she still got through a little bit of the celebration before this conversation even comes up, which, um, again, it feels like a bit of a bait and switch. Yeah, you if you want to call this off, stop going to the things. Stop, stop being in the celebration if you are going to if you know you're going to cancel the wedding or postpone the wedding. It's so awkward. Like you, you know, you did the part. So they they did a part where um she was taken in a horse and carriage over to a spa where all the uh, right. women of the family would be having a spa day, and she got all that going. Everyone's dancing, celebrating. Right. But then later that day, decides, come here. Tells Hamza's sister to come over. I would like for you to translate some stuff to Hamza. Hmm. Yeah. And so the sister had been probably Memphis's biggest champion in the family. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And she loses the sister. It's hard not to see why, because um, it basically in the translation, Memphis brings up, well, you know, I we can't do a prenup, but I want him to commit to doing a post-nup if we go through with this. And both Memphis and his sister, sorry, Hamza and his sister have the same reaction of, is is he marrying you or this paper? Like, why is right. this? Why is this in front of the marriage now? Yeah. So Memphis, I, I just feel like that comes at this from like such an aggressive standpoint of like she like comes at this in, from like an ultimatum where it's like, OK, I talked to my lawyer. I can't do this right now. You need to sign the post up. If you don't sign it, I I will not marry you. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, uh, and, and and it's getting like, I think a little bit like lost in the translation too of like, you will not marry me. What? Oh, what? For a paper? What? Where I think had Memphis like taken the approach, I am so sorry. Uh, you know how we talked about the prenup? The lawyer can't do it now. He says we can only do it after the wedding. Is this okay with you if we work out this paperwork after we do the wedding? After we do the wedding, like it was, it wasn't like presented as an ask. It was presented as like uh, it's me or the paper. And or I honestly, guess I guess it's the the paper or no me. Yeah, paper or no me. And and honestly, it's a post nuptial, so. Even if he says yes now, he could say no post marriage. Like, you know, mm-hmm. he's like, I know the signature will have to come through and he would have given you his word. But to do it in a position like this, where you've also left this man alone for the last night, you left the family. Effectively. He, he doesn't know what he did. Yeah. He has no idea what's happened. His mind's racing. Then you come in, everything looks good. And then you immediately bombard him with this. And obviously, he's made it very clear that he felt. You know, this was a difficult thing for him, but if he's already agreed to sign papers, genuinely, I don't think he would have been like, oh, now it's a post-nup? Okay, I'm not going to do that. Like, he has already agreed to sign things before, so that's not going to change here. Mm-hmm. And 
you hear Hamza talk about like uh why like why are you why are you talking about divorce? I hate divorce. Like uh mm-hmm. I would never I would never get divorced. Like, yeah, it's, it's, like I was the victim of a divorce. Yeah. And it's the, the delivery she puts it in on Rob, where when Hamza says it feels like why is she already thinking about this when we're not even married? It comes across that way because of the way she approaches it. It really does. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but sister, she has to like uh, stand up for Hamza. And then finally he's like, yeah, fine. I'll, I'll sign the, I'll sign the papers. Okay. Just don't talk about this. Anymore. Just, uh, like, I don't want to hear about this anymore. She's like, okay. she's like, okay, well, I'm glad he's going to sign the papers. Yeah, that's it. That's mm-hmm. the uh, Memphis on Hamza this week. And then well, next week, it's the wedding ceremony. Can I say something else on this? That we saw yeah. Memphis call up her mom. And yes. I wonder if she was also like in the same way like we have with Gino next week with the, the relatives. I feel like the relatives mm-hmm. are always pushing the, the prenup uh, pretty hard. And yeah. the mom is like, wait, hold on. What are you, what are you saying? You're, you're going to marry him and you didn't get the pre, you didn't get the prenup. Isn't that what we talked about? And, you know, you got to, you know, think about your family. What are you doing? And um, I, I think that, you know, the pressure from the family, I think, is also uh, probably a big part of the motivation for Memphis. I do think so. It is interesting. Their dynamic is interesting, Rob, because the relationship starts with Hamza's immature he, you know, hasn't really experienced life like that. He's disorganized. And then the table started turning because Memphis doesn't seem to be that organized either. Memphis kept this thing about her staying with her ex one time. And then there was a the whole ex and the and the kids. And like, I have to have a working relationship with the ex, regardless of what you feel. And then the prenup. So to me, it's like the more and more we've gotten into this, the more it's clear they shouldn't get married on this trip. They should delay this until they've figured stuff out and just be like, okay, so we're going to get married, but we'll plan it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're there. Um, you know, it's a rush it's, job. It's a, it's a rush job. They're on TV. They've got the production. I mean, Memphis has been the one this whole time who said, if we do not get married on this trip, then we are not in a relationship. It's over. Yeah. And, and I mean, she was, when we first met her, she laid out the plans, right? Week one, we hang out. Week two, we get engaged. Week three, we get married. She had this thing all planned out, and it was never going to end in any other way for her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, all right. Hamza is, uh, you know, on his way. It looks like the wedding is going to happen next week. I just thought the, uh, it looks like they were giving Hamza a haircut in the living room on a carpet. I didn't like that. Ooh. You, you didn't see anything on the floor. They didn't put like bags down or anything. I didn't. See, it looked like they were just like right on a right on a carpet. Um, because um, I'm sure you know how it goes. Hey, you know, you try to like uh, you cut hair, cut a you know a beard. Um, you, know, you get hair everywhere. Uh, yeah, it's very I got messy. a beard apron that beard I wear. Beard apron. That's good. Yeah, yeah. It's it's worked wonders. Mm-hmm. It's really good. I mm-hmm. recommend it. Yeah. So. Um, that's that's tricky. Maybe the guy, uh, you know, had some sort of a system that I didn't see, but got to be careful. Got to take, yeah, take that in the bathroom. Especially if that carpet's thick, like a vacuum will not. Like that'll no, forever it. be a part of your house. That's it. it's a, yeah. yeah. And we'll see next time. All right. We still talk about Mike and Jimena and the sad, sad story coming up this week for Mike and Jimena. The breakup uh, that everybody's talking about is coming up right after this. Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, Puya. Mike and Jimena and... Boy, uh, Mike had a little bit of leverage uh, last week, uh, but uh, that seemingly is all gone. Yeah, no, he definitely blew a 3-1 lead is the way I see it. Um, he had the upper hand a little bit. Um, it, he was in a position where everyone's telling him, no, no, you're in the right. He even starts this yeah. episode kind of being in that spot, but wow, what a downfall. So <laughs> I would say, so if you're going to use uh, the, the uh, seven-game series as the analogy, okay, I almost feel like that he was down three games to zero and won a game. Oh, so it's three one, but was he was three. the one. He was as he's down, and then and then it's like, all right, oh three, okay, all right, here we go. Just gotta win three in a row now. And then uh and then it's like, no, finish the job. And just yeah. bl- blew the doors off in game five. Yeah. <laughs> Winner go home, you go home. That's it. <laughs> That's basically it. Yeah. yeah. Ended the series uh decisively for <laughs> for Mike. Okay, so here's Jimena with her family. And the family would like to see Jimena settle down with Mike. They're, you know, looking after, the, you know, Harold and Juan David. Mm-hmm. And very, Rob, you've remembered their names this whole season. Harold this whole is the season, easy one. Yeah. Juan David, I want to also, uh, you know, make sure I'm getting it right. And the family is like, look, this guy, sure, they don't have to sleep with him. They're like, uh, this seems like a stable guy who's not a hitman, uh, not in a dangerous occupation. Who uh, loves we you, like, loves the kids. Yeah, we like this for our for our daughter, for the grandkids. And she's like, eh, uh, not so much. Um, this, you know, you're being too hard on Mike. She's like, no, he's weird. He she tells a story about he did something with his shoe. Did you follow this? So she said his shoes were dirty and he threw them in the laundry. Yeah, I think like this, in the washer? I, I think that this is maybe the day that he stepped in the dog poop. Uh, and then did he throw his sh- his dog poop shoe in the washing machine? I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so. Instead of taking it to the sink or whatever. Yeah. Like, independently from the other clothes yeah i maybe. mean if she had a load of laundry and he threw like a dog poop shoe in the washing machine uh, that, that was not great mike yeah even if i know it'll clean everything it's still a little icky yeah like, rinse it off yeah at least. rinse all yeah. the stuff off yeah, yeah. yeah i mean you kind of you know we're not necessarily uh taking him in side on everything but you know she has a point there uh he <laughs> stares at her again this this whole the, the staring mike um this might be more in the creepy and not, I would say in the Gino variety, but this is the creepy that we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. A little creepy. Yeah. 
Um, mom tells us she likes Mike. Uh, Jimena is not a rational woman. <laughs> yeah. When your own mother says this, a yeah. uh, little bit of an alarm for me. All right. So mom is going to talk to Mike and Mike is going to try to work on mom. Uh, that Do you know why Jimena, yeah, she doesn't want to spend time with me. Uh, do you think I should worry about it? <laughs> Is this is this a red flag to you, mom? What do you think? Yeah. And so, yeah, um, Mike is like, again, much like Ben. You cannot get through to this man. Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah, nothing. No, nothing goes through to him. Uh, what was the interesting takeaway from this? Because he asked for advice and uh, Jimena's mom implies that, yeah, she's never been in a serious relationship like this. So this is her first time in a serious relationship. And also encourages them, take advantage of the time you have together and work on this. Maybe something will come, you know, get fixed. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, yeah, Mike is feeling like, okay, well, she he's got that piece of information, but, you know, he's just, he's at a uh, little bit of a crossroads uh, with everything. Almost this entire trip. And I'm really just tired of um, working on eggshells, reading between the lines, thinking about what's going on in him in his head. Does she want this? Does she want me to stick around? Does she want me to go? I really don't know. Yeah, Mike. This is not, like could, this is yeah. not a tough question. She, she could not be more clear. You are sleeping in the kid's room. Yeah. You're sleeping in a car bed. Does she want me to go? I, uh, this is so hard to say. So difficult. So hard to say. Okay. So they go out for a date. Date night. All right. Let's go to go play some pool. Mike in the cab. Says to Jimena, you look so pretty tonight. And she tells Mike, you look the same. (laughs) When she can't even fake compliment you back, Mike, is Mm -hmm. that not clear to you? Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. look the same, dude. The same. Yeah. And you know, the worst part is he probably worked on himself. Oh, yeah. I mean, he did something. Yeah. So Mike says, uh, I talked to your mom and she said that um, you haven't uh, ever had a serious relationship before. And the survey says, she's like, no, I've had serious relationships before. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, that's a not lie. True. That's not that's real. Not true. That's not true. <laughs> hmm. Okay. And um, uh, mom said that, you, you know, you don't want to get married and I should be patient. Why is this you're talking about on the way to a good date, Mike? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are you a glutton for pain? Mm-hmm. Do you like this because you're you're setting yourself up for failure here. Yeah. Um, and Jimena's talking about how you know she doesn't want to sacrifice her freedom, uh, which is not a you know thing you want to hear from uh, somebody who you're hoping to marry. And um, Mike is going to teach Jimena how to play pool now. What what do you think is a bigger problem, Puya? Uh, Mike's uh, pool game or his game with Jimena? Uh, I feel like he is not good at one of them. Oh, actually, what he's probably not good at either. I, I mean, he said he was good at pool. I saw him yeah. like uh, scratching all over the place. Yeah, th- these were not techniques. This was he's not good. Like honestly, Jimena looked like the more natural person. Yeah. 
playing pool. And so he's like trying to come over to her and like uh, help her with it. And she's like, get away from me. I I, let me hit it the way I want to hit it. Yeah, I don't want you near me. Now, this was Mike. You know, he's watched a couple of movies when they, you know, people teach each other how to play tennis, how to play golf, how to play pool. You get close. And she's like, stop following me. I'm going to hit it the way I want to hit it. Yeah. But she doesn't have the translator, so he doesn't know what she's saying. So, no. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's sit down. Let's sit down because we should talk. Yeah. A hangout, you know, it was enough fun. Let's sit down and talk now. Yeah. Let's get some stuff okay. out of the way. First question Did your feelings change when I stopped saying yes to buying things? It's an awful first question. <laughs> this is, you do not lead mm. with this. Did your feelings change when I stopped saying yes? To buying things. Jimena comes across uh, that she is horribly insulted. Buying me yes. things. Like, no, I don't like it. There are things about you that I don't like. Not, it's not because you you didn't stop buying me things. So you're yeah. still, but you're still paying my rent and I don't like you. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. It has nothing you, to do with that. that, that no, what, do you, what kind of question is that? Yeah, you not spending money is not off-putting. You are off-putting. I don't like you because you are gross and disgusting, not because of money. Don't be ridiculous. Don't be stupid, Mike. <sighs> come on. Yeah, come on, Mike. Uh, she says, okay, from now on, we're friends. We're just, we are, we're, we're friends. We're, we're, if you, and it's like, I wouldn't want to be friends with him, Anna. I wouldn't want to be friends with either of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, but, but like, if I was Mike... Like I would, I would want a friend who didn't say I was disgusting and uh, annoying and and repulsive. Yeah, well, see, that's the that's the beauty. If you have a good friendship and they roast you about something that's not cool, mm-hmm. at least you know where it's coming from. They're being honest. They're making a little joke. This is just mean. <laughs> this friend is a mean friendship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so then mike um or she says to him okay okay we're just friends don't pay for things anymore that's it we're just friends now if you want to be friends uh and you don't pay for things you know you're no longer my boyfriend demotion yeah so all right you could make a case for feeling bad for mike i think up until this point this is where he loses everything (laughs) Yeah, you could make yeah a point that okay, Mike is a sympathetic figure in all of this, and so now I think we reach a point of no return for Mike Mm -hmm. when we get to all right. So anything I paid for, I can take back with me to New York. I mean, it would have been better if he phrased it as a question. He said, "Okay, anything I paid for, I'm just going to take back to New York with me." Yeah, yeah. First off. Mike, what, what do you, what do you, how is this working? Like, how are you, what are we doing with like a table and a couch? And yeah. uh, are you going to get back to New York in a shipping container? Yeah. Like, how is that? And, and the kids toys um, like, and the appliances and the, your bed, which is the car bed. Cause <laughs> yeah. now that bed's yours anyway. You sleep yeah. on that bed. Yeah. Okay. And Jimena thinks about it for a second. He's like, well, you can't just take everything out of my house. Yeah, that's done. Like, what's done is done. Yeah. And then eventually she's like, you know what? Fine, take it. I don't care. I don't care. If it means you're done, I'm, I'm okay. Everything's over. Yeah. And so she doubles down. And like, today, the relationship is over. It's over. And 
it's over. Uh, Rob, I can't blame her when, especially when Mike retorts with, then I'm going to take everything I paid for. He confirms everything that I have thought that he was trying to buy her affection mm-hmm. and now is upset that the affection has, you know, stopped happening. Mm-hmm. But he does do the uh, thing where he gets up, Rob. He's fed up and he waddles away. He storms off. He walks off. Hall. Can't take it. And uh, he's like, just like muttering under his breath. And, you know, N- Nelsie, I hate to say, was right last week. Mike should have left. He should not have gone back to the house for another week. That was really, uh, if not the beginning of the end, that was the end of the end. Yes. Yeah. No, she knew. She knew. She had the She'd foresight that nothing's going to get better from here on out. Just cut, cut the relationship and move on. Yeah. And so Mike is going off full-blown tantrum, running off into an alley. I mean, Mike is lucky that he doesn't come away like, uh, you know, mugged or beat up or worse, just like running through uh, these alleys in a ridiculous yellow uh, fluorescent (laughs) T-shirt. Yeah. It's it's a wild choice to run around in an area that you're unfamiliar mm-hmm. with, in a country you're yeah. unfamiliar with, or you can't speak the language. Screams tourist. Oh, what gave it away? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Nothing about Mike is fitting in with uh, the people uh, that he's uh, running into as he's uh, going through all the alleys of Colombia. Yeah, not even a little bit. Mm-hmm. Right. And so the producer... Asks Ximena, do you think you're going to regret this decision? And? Ximena says, I don't know. I yeah. mean, this is, that was, I mean, at least like a little, a little something. Uh, but yeah, the we'll next see. time on looks particularly damning for Mike. Yeah, Mike uh, t- does a full heel turn, Rob, and, yeah, and leans into yeah. being the worst person. Well, yeah, and the next time on... That, um, Mike, you said you would go. You said you were done. Okay. You're, <laughs> there is no business left to do. You have a mutually uh, confirmed breakup on your hands. That she tells Mike, okay, leave. And Mike says, well, I pay half the rent on this house, so I don't have to leave. Sir, I, I can assure you. That uh, I get. I'm not familiar with Colombian law, uh, but um, you know when a, when a woman does not want you to be in the house, uh, it says use the leave. Uh, you know that uh, if like the authorities get involved, I'm pretty sure uh, I pay half the rent. Uh, they're like, okay, as you were, sir. Yeah, not enough of an argument there mm-hmm. made for you. It's it's again. It's a move that I didn't expect Mike to throw until right. the last frame of this episode. And then he goes, calls her the B word in the, in the preview. He does call her a B word. The mm-hmm. last 10 seconds of this episode were wild. Unhinged he, Mike. Yeah. He calls her a mean, evil, cold B word. And then says a different variation, an incorrect variation in Spanish to end the episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Mike. You lost, uh, you know, hold your head Go up, home. go yeah. home. Maybe they put you on 90 day of the single life. Yeah. Like 
You're, you are doing, uh, I, mean, I know this is all filmed like a while back, but I mean, Mike, uh, you are going to, you know, come away from this as like, uh, you thought you lost hard with Jimena. Well, he lost hard with Jimena. Um, I can tell you this. They have found some not so good posts from him on his social medias from these last couple of years. Yep. 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 Um, and then now this. So yep. Mike has zero redemption. You're done coming his way. Yeah. It's over. And I bet him is doing fine. Her life's fine. She's she, she will find mm-hmm. she will find other places to go in the world. I mean, she I haven't looked the, her up on uh, the social media. Neither have I. Um, mm-hmm. but I have a feeling that Jimena is going to live her life completely fine with her two sons and she will no sweat off her back with, with this, mm-hmm. uh, this, but the only thing that this gives me and that's good. And I say this when I emphasize that I'm not, you know, I don't like this kind of nonsense. I only like it in the frame of television. And that means I think the reunion is going to be phenomenal. The tell all Rob mm-hmm. is going to be great because it's going to get very messy. Yeah. Okay. Um, I am uh, looking at uh, Instagram for Jimena. Uh, Forty-eight thousand followers. That should be doing a little better. That should be doing a little better. Ninety-day bump is real, though. Let's let's put that out there. Ninety-day bump is real. Um, okay. Um, yeah, she's, it seems like she's, she's uh, you know has some some new friends. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So there you go. Uh, there is, um, there is Jimena. Okay. So there's uh, so mm-hmm. much future in front of her. Jimena, right. uh, just, uh, celebrated a 25th birthday. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Happy birthday. <laughs> Which <laughs> some of these Instagram comments are not, uh, very, very friendly. Oh no! Are they being they might, mean about they, these her might age? Be, these might be some of uh, Mike's uh, like uh, alt accounts. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be surprised by that. Yeah. Okay. All right. There you go. All right. Should we update the power rankings? Well, I mean, are we gonna ignore Kimberly and Usman, Rob? Oh, I, for, I totally forgot about Kimberly and Usman. I can't blame you. They were they were a blink and you miss it. Yeah, one big moment. Yes, that was it. sorry about that. Okay, yeah, Kimberly and Usman. Uh, yeah, they get two scenes. Uh, we could sort of uh, uh, yada yada this a little bit. Uh, where uh, you know we see Usman with uh, Slam T and Bad Moose. That's right, and he tells gives them the update. And Bad Moose, uh, as, uh, as the ninety day fiance subreddit has pointed out, that. Um, Bad Moose is like, could you imagine? She threw a drink in your face. If anybody with a camera phone recorded this, you would be (laughs) ruined. Your reputation would be shattered if anybody found out about this. What is his reputation? That's what I want to know. What is the reputation? I think his reputation is he's a man who dates 50-year-old ladies on 90 Day Fiance. That is his, re- and I think he would want that reputation shattered. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. based on what we've learned prior, that they think that it's not good for his music career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Kim said he needs to do something big, but uh, you know the the slam team and Bad Moose. That this was very disrespectful of Kim. They they can't get past that. Bad Moose thinks he can find somebody else. I and- think he can too. Yeah, I agree. I think definitely there is, you know, he can find other avenues to go to in the future. I don't think this is the be all end all for him. All right. Three hours later, Kim is packing. Mm -hmm. She's going to try and leave tonight. 
Yes, because she said, if you want me to, you have to make a big move, a big gesture for me to believe that you love me. Otherwise, I'm out. So she's packing. Kim is leery. What does leery mean? Uh, Like a sort of, she's worried. Yes. Yes, she is. She's concerned. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, So she's very worried about this. And so um, she goes down and come meet me at the beach. Bapuya. This was like a scene out of The Bachelor. Yep. Rose petals, a full like table set up for a private dinner with just the two of them. But then he makes it his own, Rob. You know, Bachelor be damned. Mm -hmm. Soldier Boy sings himself into the scene. Yep. Doing one of his tracks, which I have one Soldier Boy track on my playlist on my Spotify. This is that track. This is that track. Okay. So it's not an original song for Kim. I mean, could it be an original song for Kim? Maybe, but I don't think so. I think this is a, yeah, it's called Connect by Soulja Boy. Um, I don't think it's for her exclusively, but I like the song. Yes. Um, Was this, maybe do you think contractually like a, 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 uh, we've seen other reality stars have this where, hey, I get to perform my song during the season. I think it's probably the only reason he agreed to do the big move was, hey, I can actually promote the my music, moves. maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, obviously, Kim eats this up, Rob. Completely. Okay. She, she is swooning. Mm-hmm. Yes. She loves it. Then they have dinner. They have a dinner together. Lovely dinner. I mean, hey, the, the setup looked nice. It was like a private dinner by the beach. Like, I'm not mad at that. Yeah. Okay. So... Like, who's setting this all up? Was this Slam Tea and Bad Moves? Does the hotel set this up for you if you need to make a big move? I think the hotel. If you think Bad Moose and Slam Tea are no. doing any setup for her, you, there's no world. They mm-hmm. are so done with her. Yep. Okay. Uh, she apologizes for cursing. She apologizes for throwing the water. But it looks like it's going to be back to video chats and te- texting for uh, Kimberly and for Soja Boy. It's looking good. The next time on shows them going to the airport, um, the producer asks, are you going to give a goodbye kiss on the lips? Kim says, yes. Usman says, no. So this is got, it's got a little weird. Very awkward. Very mm-hmm. quickly. Well, I do think that this does uh, bring into question once again, the how real is the Kimberly and uh, Usman of it all honestly the answer is not real i think the answer is not real i think usman got another chance to be on tv took it promoted his music if he doesn't kiss her at this airport is done so yeah it's not real yeah we'll see if um i wonder if like uh if anybody could like do like a deep dive into uh usman's music videos is he kissing anybody in a video Ooh, you know, I should have probably done my research there. Mm-hmm. I do apologize. Because he says um, it's uh, it's uh, it's culture, a cultural thing. Yeah, that he doesn't do PDA like um, it's not like something that he endorses. And it was it like a pre-marriage thing as well that he wasn't, doesn't want to do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although if he's gone this far where he's going to like let people think that he has, you know, yammy yammy with Kimberly. It's hard mm-hmm. to imagine that if it was only like an image thing. Yes, I cannot kiss Kimberly on camera. Yeah, I'm curious. It's gone pretty far I, with the bit, right? 
Pretty much, yeah. I'm looking at why well, was she looking at the video that he recorded with Kim there, the Zara video? Um, there's a lot of hugging and like being cuddled up very close. No kiss on the lips. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I should look at another video where Kim isn't there. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the move. Okay. All right. Well, um, we'll see what happens uh next time. But yeah, this seems like a weird uh spot for for um uh, i'm sorry for usman to draw the line in the sand i mean i think that um i think i just i don't know rob is the truth i don't know i think that any of us would be willing to say that they're not going to end up together and i think the tell all is only going to further yeah. reinforce that yeah. so all right well let's look at our power rankings here because let's. um you know i don't want to put too much stock into the uh, next time on. Uh, so Ben and Mahogany, we have at number six. Uh, it was Kim and Usman at five, Mike and Jimena at four, Johnny and Ella at three, Gino and Jasmine are two, and Memphis and Hamza are one. Um, I think we might have to drop Mike and Jimena from four to six, even below Ben and Mahogany. Ben and Mahogany might kiss next week. <laughs> Mike and Jimena will not be kissing. So. Okay. So that's six. Uh, I think that maybe Ben and Mahogany might only move up one spot after this. Hard to imagine a world where Ben and Mahogany move up after this week's episode. But that's the world we're in. I really don't see it. I really don't see them going anywhere. Even if they kiss, I don't think they're going to end up together. So that's Mm -hmm. a hard out for me as well. Okay. Um, So next... So we have Kim and Usman all the way down at five. Uh, they had a real bounce back week this week. Johnny and Ella were not in the show, but I think you'd probably have to put Kim and Usman above Johnny and Ella this week. Yeah, you got to put them at three. Johnny and Ella at four. I'll Preview agree. be damned. Um, yeah. Let's not put there. So let's put Kim and Usman at three. Johnny and Ella at four. And then you want to get the top spots in Memphis and Hamza or Gino and Jasmine? Uh, one of them is about to get married. One of them is about to get engaged, but one of them had the post not prenup debacle this week. One is going to have it next week. Yeah. I think Gino and Jasmine, because I don't think we expected them to quickly forgive each other or mm-hmm. her to forgive him yes, and then but, get engaged. But I feel like that uh, Memphis and Hamza are on the other side of the uh, post nup <laughs> debate. Okay, uh, and Gino and Jasmine have not yet crossed. It's like the Oregon Trail, uh, where mm-hmm. you know, like, okay, it's the river. All right, uh, you know, uh, Memphis and Hamza like lost some things, but they got to the other side. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure Gino and Jasmine will make it all the way across. I mean, uh, maybe it could be R.I.P. Oxen, R.I.P. <laughs> to you know uh, some other parties. Yeah. Okay. Then. All right. How many so pounds then- of food? <laughs> are lost so does that mean gino and jasmine no they stay at two then yeah memphis and hamza retain the number one spot. yes i think so okay interesting so in the eight weeks that we've been covering the power rankings rob yeah uh gino and jasmine had had the top spot four weeks memphis and hamza three weeks believe it or not given where they are now mike and jimena had it for one week one week well. they had a, yeah they, they've been a roller coaster yeah Mm-hmm. So interesting. We'll see who gets the uh, the ultimate crown by the end of the year. How who had the most first place finishes? I mean, ninety day fiance is a wild ride when you chart it out like this because uh, you know sometimes you're up, sometimes you're down. Yeah, I'm curious if we had done this for like the the Jovian Yara season, the Brandon Julia season, mm-hmm. how that would have looked like because 
this illustration really does show me how much fluctuation happens episode to episode. By the way, Puya, uh, 90 Day Fiance Diaries is uh, coming back tonight. Okay, do who are they covering? Do you know? Okay, so uh, here is uh, the cast. It's uh, you know some of our uh, some of our old friends are are back here for ninety day fiance uh, diaries. Uh, so uh, Kalani and Asuelu are going to be back. There you go. Okay. 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 Uh, they are facing marital problems while trying to move uh, from Utah. What else is new? Okay. Uh, <laughs> we also have. Uh, Brandon and Julia are back, uh, with, uh, of course, Ron and Betty. Ron is going to be offering Brandon and Julia a big solution to their small apartment woes. Interesting. Go on. Uh, Courtney has an, uh, awkward first date at an animal safari. This is all from the first episode. Courtney. Uh, Yeah. Why is she on here? I don't know. Um, it okay. looks, it, uh, it looks like also, uh, I've seen Chuck in the commercials. Dear God. I think, yeah, I think the, um, the, uh, Andre and Elizabeth family Andre and Elizabeth, yeah. will be featured on this as well. Yep. Um, Tom hopes to seal his future with Mariah. Okay. So yeah, it seems like they're a little hush hush in terms of like, who's officially in. Yeah. I, I want to say Mike that- is also in, in it. Which Mike? Mike from Mike and Natalie. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Should I be keeping an eye on this then is what I need to yeah, know. I don't now. know. Maybe we should. Uh, like, why don't you keep an eye on it? Maybe we might have to do uh, uh, you know, an update next week. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm down. I'm down. We, okay. uh, yeah. Let me it's uh, on put Monday, it on my radar. Monday night is for 90 Day Fiance. Okay. So yeah. 90 Day Fiance Diaries Monday night. It's on so Monday be a, Yeah. So we can recap the week prior. At mm-hmm. the end of these coverages, okay? Yeah, we're talking about a little bit of what's going on, okay? Yeah. All right. Puya, what else is coming up for you? So as far as things with me go, um, I've got the Mass Singer podcast that is going strong. Two episodes in now. The season is looking to be an interesting format, but that means Liana and I are going to have more fun with it. Rob, you yourself have said, the worse the show, the better the podcast. Mm-hmm. I think season seven of Mass Singer will be like that. So I'm excited for that. Um, Big Brother Canada is also going on. I will be, as long as the Big Brother Canada season is going on, I'll be there Friday mornings with Taryn to talk about what's going on in the feeds the night prior. And you mentioned at the top of the podcast, you and I got to talk Survivor this past weekend over on the Feedback Show. Thank you for having me on there, of course. And uh, my last pleasure. night, oh, thank you, Rob. Thank you so much. I, um, Chappelle and I had our first ever guest last night on the Bel Air podcast. Oh, who was we had it? Emily Fox. Yes. Joined us. Big Fresh Prince of Bel Air fan, Emily Fox. We had a great time talking with her. We're two episodes away from the season concluding. We have some wild theories on what could be going on. So if you want to hear about that, check it out. See what we said. See how I think Will Smith could be brought into the universe potentially. Okay. Oh, Um, you can find that on Porsche recaps. Yeah. And then Twitter at Puyaism, twitch.tv slash Puya. I do stream that three, four times a week. Come say hi. And last but not least, Please leave a rating and review for us over here on this podcast. Go over to robswebsite.com slash 90 day fiance, number nine, number zero day fiance. Okay. All right. Puya, great job once again. We've got a lot of stuff coming up uh, from 90 day fiance next week, including uh, we've got a, a really great guest uh, that is going to be scheduled to join us when we get to the reunion show uh, in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So be on the lookout for that. Thank you so much. Of course, uh, we'll be back with you next time. Talk more 90 Day Fiance. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. 
Hello, it is your partner, Big Boy, interested in giving back to your community while making new connections in your neighborhood. Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network that empowers you to take action, contribute to local needs, and be a part of something bigger than yourself. Visit caneighbors.com to learn more about how you can get to know your neighbor and strengthen your community. Neighbor to Neighbor, it takes a neighborhood. Hello. Hello, it is your partner, Big Boy, interested in giving back to your community while making new connections in your neighborhood. Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network that empowers you to take action, contribute to local needs, and be a part of something bigger than yourself. Visit caneighbors.com to learn more about how you can get to know your neighbor and strengthen your community. Neighbor to Neighbor, it takes a neighborhood. Hello. Hello, it is your partner, Big Boy, interested in giving back to your community while making new connections in your neighborhood. Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network that empowers you to take action, contribute to local needs, and be a part of something bigger than yourself. Visit caneighbors.com to learn more about how you can get to know your neighbor and strengthen your community. Neighbor to Neighbor, it takes a neighborhood. Hello.